Hallelujah. Be seated. Thank you very much. It's good to worship the Lord all our life. The reason why we are alive to make our body the temple where worship will come from. The worship begins within you. And the song we sing affirm what is inside you. If they do not relate, it's no longer worship. It is performance. And we thank God that the individual there's praise and worship in your heart. And the song just help and affirm what is already happening within you. Today is a very special day in the Christian life and in the Christian community. I say special because God sees it special. And it was special for the first time. If you are a Christian, you should be calculating the 40 days. Because it's very, very important in our life. It is even more important than Father's Day and Mother's Day. Don't let what is very important be taken away and let what is important be replaced in the church. It's a certain, what we come here to do, we don't remember it. What the media blow into our mind, that's what we remember. Well, this is our core business. <laughs> so next time, continue to remember. Amen. Remember the day. <laughs> Tell someone, remember the day. How many of you forget your birthday? So when your birthday is coming in advance, some send me a text to be praying for them in advance. Imagine me praying for thousands of people, your birthday. Hallelujah. But I tell God, God, anybody who brings their, their birthday, I'll bring all together. Those who are bringing it, those who will bring it, those who are yet to bring it, with their mouth, bless them. Amen. Hallelujah. What happened in the day of Pentecost? We've forgotten. Okay, let's look at the book of John, the last chapter of John. Jesus met his disciples. And he appeared to them after he resurrected. And disciples were having problem in believing that he was the one. God they saw him killed, isn't it? They saw him buried, isn't it? And when somebody is dead and they bury him and he comes in three days' time into your house, <laughs> what will you say? What will you do? You will run away. Luke 24, verse 49. And behold, let me read from verse 48. Okay. 
And you are witnesses after he resurrected, he came to them. Of these things, what are the things of him? Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But do what? Tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are what? Until you are what? Until you are what? Endued with what? With power from on high. Until you are endued with power from where? Oh, I just love that scripture. I just love it. He says, after showing himself to them, he said, then go and wait for me in Jerusalem. Don't move until you are what? You are endued with what? Let's look at John 20 verse 22. There are two experiences. This why I said they should go and wait. And when he had said this, he did what? He breathed what? On them. And said to them, do what? Receive what? Receive what? In fact, the day he said it was the day of the resurrection. The day he breathed this upon them was the day he resurrected. If you read, you'll find out that evening. When he appeared, he showed himself to them. They were, eh, they were having problems in believing, so he showed himself to them. Why did he show himself there? So that they can believe. And to every believer, it has become a debate about the Holy Spirit baptism. But this one says that Jesus breathed upon them. So what type of... So did they receive it? He breathed in them what? The Holy Spirit. I believe this is an experience of the new birth. Where they qualified for the new birth. What qualified a person for the new birth is to believe in the resurrection. If you don't believe in the resurrection, let me tell you, uh, let, let, let's open a scripture so that you understand. You understand uh, 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 what he's saying. Romans 10 verse 9. Romans 10 verse 9, you know, is a very popular scripture. Uh, that's it. That if you confess with your mouth that what? The Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that what? God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There are two things. What? The first one is to confess him as Lord, and at that time they confess him as Lord. The second is to believe that what? He resurrected from the dead. And yes, the first time they saw and he showed himself to them, so they believed that he resurrected from death. So automatically they can now have the regenerated spirit. So he breathed into them the spirit and they became born again that day. This one is for eternal life. 
You can become a Christian and not speak in tongue, and you will still go to heaven. Your spirit gets born again. But Jesus did not leave them with only being born again and living in this world, becoming useless and for Satan, for demons to be slapping them by heart. He said, don't go out if you want to do my work, if you want to see something in fruitfulness in your life, in your ministry, what you need is to be endured and overpowered by the Holy Spirit. This one, you need to be baptized. So the second time, in fact, the first one, I say, is what? Is salvation, isn't it? Because they believe in the resurrection of Christ and he breathed upon them and the result is life, eternal life, Zoe life. The life of God was breathed into them and now they are now ready to do the work of God. If you are not born again, this life is not in you and you say you are going to do the work of God, you are just wasting your time. You say, Lord, didn't I prophesy in your name? You say, Go behind, I don't know you. So what is inside? Your spirit is born again. It takes the character of Christ in you. He breathed himself into them. So Jesus, they walked with a new spirit. Then he said, it's not enough to have a new spirit within you. So 40 days later after, he appeared to them again. And let's look at Acts chapter 1. Verse 8. But you shall... Okay, let's go back to 6. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Any time we meet God, we are asking about our benefit. They want to know that, look, we have gone through so much. There's been promises that the kingdom will be restored. Nobody is going to just sit on us and rule us. We are not going to pay taxes to other people and they will take you to their hometown. We won't pay big interest. We will not be slaves to a system or a people or some kind of organization who will dictate to us, we are tired of that. When will you, God, you have promised that you will take Ghana out of the situation? When? And look at the answer Jesus gave them. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I thought he was going to tell them in 2020-something, <laughs> you will be out of the situation. And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Some of us, we, we just want to know everything. Instead of trusting God and believing God that he can take you through. But what you need, what is under the authority of God, can be revealed to you in a certain way. What you, do, you don't need to know that. Just leave those things under the authority of God. But what you need, 
that you shall receive what? Power. Say power. Say power. Say power. I love that. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Didn't he breathe the Spirit on them? But he's telling them that there is another experience you are going to have. After being born again, another experience, this one, the Holy Spirit will take full control over you. You'll be immersed in the Holy Spirit such a way that, look, whatever your action will be guided by the Holy Spirit. How? And you shall receive what? Power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be what? You shall be what? Witnesses. It is not to show power, eat fire for people to know that. What be? That power is to be a witness. To be a good witness that whatsoever you say, people will see what you say. The best witness is to bring the evidence that I was there and this is what happened. This is the catalyst he used. The, the spirit of God will come upon you. The power of God will rest upon you. And what? And you shall be what? Witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and toward the end of the earth. So being a witness should begin from your Jerusalem. He said, you will be a witness in your family, a witness in your uh, community, and a witness in Ghana, and a witness in Africa, and a witness in the world. That is how God wants you to progress. Some of you want to be great people in, in the world. Meanwhile, you haven't started in your house. The first area to be a good witness is your home. It's among your friends. It's your workplace. Don't be a good Christian outside and be bad Christian in where you are. That has been our problem. We are good Christian in church and bad Christians at workplaces. I am going there. The Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the first and the foremost important is for you to be a witness. For God to reveal his power through you so that people will know that God is there. 
But he was dead. People heard he's dead. People saw he was dead. How can they believe that the man is alive? Unless they see a sign. But is there the people who crucified him? It's not that he was taken into a room and killed. And they came out and said, the guy is killed. Electric chair. Uh, nobody knew whether he was in the electric chair. They killed him. They took him away. But this one, public crucifixion. Everybody saw him. They saw him dead. They know Romans cannot kill you for you to come out. A Roman soldier pronounced dead. Buried him. And you are coming to tell us that the man that we killed, which we all saw, which we heard, witnesses went there and looked at him that he was dying. You come and tell us that the guy is alive. You need something extra to convince the world that truly Jesus is alive. And the one that convicts them is the Holy Spirit. Let me uh, finish mine. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the what? The end of the earth. Then chapter 2. They were waiting and they obeyed Christ because he said they should go, he should go and wait there and they were waiting. And they obeyed him and they were waiting and casting Lot uh, because Judas was not there so they saw in the scripture that uh, if one was taken they should choose another one. So they brought, somebody brought it in the council and, and the council met and they have to cast Lot. Uh, that is the only way that they can choose. Uh, they have to vote. So they had to vote, but they gave criteria of the voting pattern. There is not everybody you can put, you can vote for. Eh? And not everybody, we can let him stand as this is. But these are the qualities. If the person can properly rule, he has this, he has this, he has been with us for long, this and that, and that is known Christ. Don't come and take some, some Kululu person to come and uh, be among us. So after they gave the criteria, they, 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 they cast Lot, and the Lot fell on Matthias. And he was numbered with the 11 apostles. He took the place of Judas Iscariot. Then what the way they were praying? Oh God, I'm not okay. We don't know what you're doing. Oh, look, our fish, fishing too have gone. Then, the day of Pentecost, today, something happened. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all what? With what? I love it. With what? One accord. They were there gathering, preparing themselves. Their heart were coming closer. Those who have offended one another, by the time it's 40 days, they've all forgotten, that, forgiving each other, and they're not like bread in one accord. They have one issue waiting for something. I don't know why. When you are in crisis, you become one. You are suffering, mate. 
When someone is suffering, so, 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 you meet hey, Charlie, why does he say, Charlie, Padibra, then the Enya Enya folk, they become a party. We call it Enya Party. So they became one together. While they were there in one accord, something happened. Let's look at what happened. And suddenly, tell somebody, suddenly. suddenly. Say suddenly. Sometimes you can be waiting, you could be waiting for many days, 40 days, nothing is happening. You don't see anything. You are even frustrated. You cast lot. You chose Mataya. Sin didn't change. But suddenly, the promise came. It was a promise and every promise, you must wait for every promise that God gives you. There's no promise you can't, you shouldn't wait, you wait. Every promise that is given, there must be what I call a waiting attached to it. God promised Abraham there was a waiting. Whatever God promised you, have the heart to wait. It might not be happening now. Nothing might be changing in your life. If it's a promise from God, then what happened, it will surely happen. And sometimes when it is coming, it's suddenly. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. Love it. There was a sound from heaven. So what is happening? And that's of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled, it did what? It filled the whole house where they were sitting. That is how it could be baptism. Baptism you don't, is not a step on your head. The entire place was filled with the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. They were immersed in it. It is in them and it is on them. You cannot avoid because you are there. The entire place was filled. You know, the Holy Spirit can, it's also sometimes it's called the wind. It's on, it signifies the wind, water. It signifies other things, fire, other things. The wind, it filled the entire place. Then, look at what they saw. Then they appeared to them divided tongues as of what? Fire. And one sat upon each of them. Don't expect tongues of fire to sit on your head. When it happened like that, look at what happened. And they were all filled with Holy Spirit and began to do what? To speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When this thing happened, there was a manifestation. Something happened. It rested upon them. Then they began to speak in other tongues. Some of us are very nervous when we talk about tongues. Let me tell you, I've been in a church. They didn't believe in tongues like that. I know all. Under me, myself, I experienced it. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them 
as what? Gave them utterance. And they were dwelling in what? Huchibor, Jews, devout men from every nation under the earth. Wow. Those who have traveled the diaspora, they have come. All around, it was a day of Pentecost. They've all come to celebrate that day. And God intentionally drew everybody around. Every place. If there was even Ghanaian and Nigerian, they would have gone there. I know. Then what happened? And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Some people have the argument that the tongue should be a language. No. I want you, I want all of you to now speak in your language. All of you start speaking in your language. Some of you don't, you don't know any language. I didn't say speak in English. I just speak in your language sometimes. You know, it looks like tongues. <laughs> but I never heard, understood any of the thing you said. Some of you were speaking God, but I didn't understand because everybody is speaking. So if each one is able to select, it's like a bandwidth of your frequency. They were speaking, but each language has its own frequency. So if you understand the language, it takes the frequency of that language. All those that are speaking nonsla, it's only the frequency that comes to me. Or it could also be that they were speaking in tongues and because of the spirit, the spirit brought death meaning to them. So, Adan people, you're hearing Adan, Ewe, you hear Ewe, Krobo, speaking, hearing Krobo. Hausa, you're hearing Hausa, Sisala, you're hearing Sisala, Kanjaga, you're hearing your Kanjaga language, all the other languages, you're hearing it, uh, everybody's hearing it in that language. There are, the Holy Spirit gave them what? Who gave? Who gave? And who spoke? The Holy Spirit don't speak in tongue. It is you who speaks in tongue. The Spirit gives and we speak. So he can give. You can decide I will speak. The Spirit of God is not a dictator. Whenever God's Spirit is upon somebody, and he thinks nothing can control him. It's a problem. He's not a dictator. If you don't want to do it, he'll force you to do it. No. If you don't want to live right, he can force you. He will force you to, do, to live right. He will speak to you. The way you are going is not good. Stop. 
If you want to stop, I will help you to stop. And you can decide, I won't stop or I will stop. And some of us have made a decision. Say, oh, what kind of Pentecost language? But after he came, the people heard it. And others said the people were drunk. But sometimes, because you are not the one, you know, the Bible says be drunk with the spirit instead of wine, isn't it? So the influence of alcohol, how many of you have taken some before? <laughs> oh, don't lie to me. I know most of you. What I'm telling you, you have experience. Sometimes you are walking and you think you are walking street. You think you are walking what? Street. But others see you as walking. And normally, alcohol, when you drink alcohol, uh, the way the behavior seems to be the same. Huh? Sometimes those who are quiet, they talk. Oh? Those who talk, they are quiet. Is that, is that God influence on you? <laughs> that is how the Holy Spirit must have influence on you. <laughs> that when a womanizer he comes, you should hit womanizer. But sometimes the working and the balance is the same. I told you there was some time I went to UK and I walked out of my hotel and some people were from the pub. And I saw the way they were working, both black and white. <laughs> I said, hey, we should have somebody called Awudu. They were walking the same way as Awudu used to walk. I said, hey. So when I saw one of them at first, I thought it was the guy. Then I went close, I saw that it wasn't. The same influence. If it's an African, he behaved the same way. If it's not a white man, it's European, American. If it's on professor, you behave the same way. If it's on a laborer, the same way. On your boss, he will behave the same. On the, <laughs> on the messenger, he's the same. And some of you walk like that. I don't know whether you are dancing or what. So the Holy Spirit took control over them. And to those who are outside, felt they were not behaving normal. They thought they have taken some alcohol. It will only take alcohol for you to behave like that. But there's a power more powerful than alcoholic power. And that was controlling them. That day, when they were debating, it was a debate in town that, hey, the people are drunk, but there's something peculiar about what was happening. Even though they look drunk, they have been stated they were all Galileans, but they were speaking languages, proper, good terms, and everything, and we could understand them. A drunkard can do that. 
So what kind of is that? And they were debating. They said, oh, they are drunk. Something has happened to them. They were drunk and it was a debate like Ghana. Uh, when something happens, it becomes a, a, a debate. People are calling in, calling out, and the radio stations were uh, asking. Then they were asked, uh, Peter. Then one of them asked, Peter, what is happening? Then Peter took. Peter gave the answer. <laughs> Then they were all amazed. But Peter standing up. Oh. Are you for me or you against me? <laughs> With the 11, he raised his voice and said to them, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my ways. For these are not what? Drunk. Sometimes if somebody doesn't understand you as a Christian, they see you some way. The outsider sees you that you're wasting your time in church. They see you as a drunk. You are drunk. They see you as a why should somebody tell us, ah, you a professor attending charismatic church? I said, what's, what, what, what is strange about professor? He's receiving plenty, plenty, uh, uh, uh. A doctor, why are you, why, why are you, what are you doing? Medical doctor, you're coming for prayer for healing. And told. <laughs> and told now who said, Your life cannot be held by the drug. You will look for another way. So they, they were debating, and Peter got up and said, Look, these people that you see, they are not drunk. And they quoted the scripture. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. They have no particular to do. Even though uh, <laughs> they We haven't recharged yet. <laughs> okay. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. His answer was scriptural. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will do what? Pour out of my spirit on all flesh, not only on one person. That is why all the 120 received. And all flesh can also receive it when they believe Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. It's not for only pastors. It's not for only prophets. The Holy Spirit is for all believers. Those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. Those who believe that God raised him from the dead and confessed him as Lord. Ha, I love it. That I will pour out my spirit, what? Upon all flesh. Your sons. I love that. And your daughters shall prophesy. They shall speak forth 
things that is not concocted in the mind, but it shall speak for things that come from the spirit, and that is real. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. They shall begin to prophesy. They shall prophesy to the situation and said, oh, he said, when Ezekiel saw the thing in the vision, God said, he said, how? God asked him, can this dry bones live? And he told him, God, the dry bones is only you. Who knows? And God said, you know what to do. The way to turn dry bones to life is prophesy to it. Speak forth my word. Because the power, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Especially backed by the Holy Spirit and backed by God. When there is a stirring in you, you feel like speaking certain things. Speak them. They are prophetic words in your life. Those words will never die until they are accomplished. If it is ignited by the Holy Spirit. The worst may be happening to you. Speak it out. Yeah. Said, that's why I said, prophesy and tell yourself. Let the weak say that I am strong. How do you say? You speak it and prophesy with your mouth. Look, I am getting, I feel weak, but this is what God says I am. Mokasta patakaya. A strong man is coming. A mighty man is coming. A rich man is coming. No, there's nothing in your pocket. There's nothing in your bank account. A rich man, a millionaire is coming. Prophesy! The young men, young ladies, sons and daughters, they shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. If you're a visionless person, when you receive the Holy Spirit, it opens your mind. It opens another perspective of life. It makes you see life the way life is. You don't waste time around again. The Holy Spirit brings real vision. Vision is given by God. And when I say vision, I'm not saying that when you dream and you see cows uh, uh, chasing you. Don't worry. Don't worry. A friend said, my friend, Pastor Charles, they say, somebody said, cow was chasing him. I asked the person, do you sleep on? Uh, you know, we used to have some mattresses, and they put grass inside. <laughs> so, do you sleep on their food? Said, the guy said, no. If you, don't, if you are not on their food, why should you dream that they are coming there? They are coming. <clears throat> I'm not talking about those ones. I'm talking about illumination. But then it dawns on you. Look. You see a need. And in the need, you see money. You see people are not wearing shoes. And you get there. Kai, I can sell shoes to them. You see that people have some kind of need. But you see the solution. And you know... To become rich is a solved problem. 
If you know how to solve problems, become great. Oh, you don't get me? All those who are billionaires, they are problem solvers. Someone sit down. What can I? I want to link people. But people have to be linked. Let me do some Facebook. And if Facebook, which I don't see any face in it. <laughs> people, oh, people are very sad. These days, people are so depressed. Let me, let me create things that they will laugh. Oh, yeah, Rafa, I know Jessica. So anytime there's a problem in your area, know that there's money there. Ah, they say Ghana is poor. Africa is broke. But the world still want to come. Ah, while we are going there, they are coming here to do business. He said, Peter answered, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. I love it. I have a dream. Don't stop dreaming. Don't think you're too old to dream. Sometimes you say, oh, my days are few. There's no way I should have a dream for life. The old men will be revived and they shall have dreams. Look at what the, the outcome of it. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Who should will he pour out the spirit to prophesy? The servants and what? Who are servants? Those who are ready to serve. It is for work. The Holy Spirit is not for show. It's for service. Then, I will show wonders in heaven above and sign in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Peter, quoting, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood death before the coming of the great and the awesome day of the Lord. Now, I don't know whether to be a bomb that will be thrown that whatever it is, but before there will be something. He's prophesying. I'm not saying that is it. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls what on the name of the Lord shall not may shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear this words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him 
in your midst. As you yourself also know, what I'm telling you know. Him being delivered by the determining purpose and foreknowledge of God. Determining purpose and the foreknowledge of God. Ha, ha. You have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death. This is bold, Peter. Then when the Holy Ghost come upon you, you don't fear anybody again. Whom God raised up. Did you, you hear that one? The resurrection message has come up. Having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. It was not possible for death to hold life. Jesus, who is the life? For David says concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my, my face. For he is at my right hand that I may not be forsaken. Continue. Therefore, my heart rejoiced. My tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You, will, you have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. He wasn't talking about himself. Therefore, being a prophet, David was a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to himself that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. Thank God. Christ was raised and has a throne. Hallelujah. I've been advising people. Sometimes people who are with you in the caves, if you are with somebody in the cave, suffering like David, don't only have a cave mentality. Prepare yourself how to serve before a throne. So that when the throne time comes, your wall be able to be there. There are protocols for caves and protocols for thrones. So that's why politicians can use people, foot soldiers. You do all the food well, when we win, we will give you this. And when we, they can give you a minister because you haven't prepared. You know how to serve as a food soldier, as a cave. You haven't prepared yourself for what? For the throne. So the protocol of throne, you can fit into it. So they pick people who fit into the protocol of the throne. And the food soldier say, we have been neglected. 
So if you are putting your life for a politician as a foot soldier, thinking that you become a minister, forget it. It's not worth it. That is a cave. <laughs> your cave experience, when he comes down, he can become your friend. But when he's up there, you won't see him again. Oh, so for. May my advice. Okay, mommy and and um, Prophet Desanoti, you can now divert now. Come now, come now. After he preached this long preaching, like a very long, something happened. It was different from just reading a sermon. Something happened to them. Let's look at the result of his preaching. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know that God has made Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. It went into them. The Holy Spirit took that word, brought illumination into their heart, cut into their heart. And now, when they heard this, faith coming by what? Faith coming by what? When they heard the word filled with the Holy Spirit, what happened? Something that happened. They were cut to the heart. The heart must be operated. There is a surgeon that the evil thing, see, all bad is in the heart. There was now an operation. <laughs> it was cut. The word affected the heart. The evil thought, evil heart. Now change. That was open. The word exposed the heart and said to Peter <laughs> and the rest of the apostles, Men are brethren, what shall we do? Now they have been exposed to the light and they've seen their weakness, they've seen their sinfulness, they've seen how they have behaved. They, now it has dawned on desert. Now, Peter, what shall we do? We kill him, we're part of it, it's because of our sin. What shall we do? Not they are begging to receive Jesus Christ. This day you have to use Sadi to let people receive Christ. No wonder when they come, they backslide quick. Well, you have to use Sadi, other than those things, to sustain them. If Christ brought you into your body, you don't wait for a church to do something for you to, become, to come to church. You come to church because you know Christ has called you and you are in to do something for him. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will bring such. Then Peter said to them, one, do what? Yes, you can make continue with that. Repent and let every one of you be what? Baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. One message backed by the Holy Spirit now cut into the heart. The Holy Spirit searches the heart. It does not argue with the mind because the mind cannot understand him. It is the heart that understands him. If people's hearts are not touched and cut and open 
Who is the surgeon here? Okay, oh, your hand is there. Let me see the surgeon. Oh, good. They know how to open people. That's good. The Holy Spirit also is a surgeon small. He cut off. He opened the heart. And repaired our evil heart. Gave us a new heart. The heart that was spring and that was cut, God gave them a new heart. That evil heart was taken away and a new heart was given. A heart to obey. A heart to do the will of God. A heart to desire the good things. A heart. Today, you might be struggling. You can ask God, come into my heart. That's why when we are asking, you are praising, Jesus will come to where? If the house is closed, how can he come in? The word cut it open. Then when you feel like this, he said, now come. When the heart is open, he can now enter. So, words that are filled with the Holy Spirit open people's heart. And when their heart gets open, that is where God can work in their heart. I pray that our witnesses will open the heart of men so that Christ can enter in. Amen.